In a change to tonight's advertised episode, we will be bringing you a very special Pop Goes the Tam Tam unhinged reaction to the penultimate episode of Ghosts. Warning, for children, elderly and pets, there will be spoilers. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. You don't understand. This is an Elia. How can you think that I'm her dad when we both look exactly the same age? You do not look the same age. I was being kind. Wait, I'm going to hypnotize her. I hereby christen this mutton Barbie camper. Priscilla, queen of the desert. Hello and welcome to this episode of Pop Goes the Tam Tam. For this unhinged reaction, I am of course joined by... Hello, it's me, Tamsin's mum. And before we get into the actual reaction, last week you said to me... (laughs) Did I really? That you didn't feel you had been enough on the podcast. This is true, I did make that comment. And... We also lost a follower last week. That's my fault. I think that's a combination of you not being on the podcast. What do you think so? So welcome back. As we know, you've got a dedicated fan base. Hooray. (laughs) Is there anything you want to say to your fans? I love you all. (laughs) Okay, so for this reaction, we're not going to be as in-depth as we usually are. Are we in-depth? Of course. (laughs) What do you mean? With precision. Dissect. To the core. Come on. (laughs) Don't breathe. (laughs) Okay, so we've just taken a moment. To pull ourselves back together. Do you feel pulled back together? Yes, I'm fine. So, it's not the last ever episode of Ghosts. No. But it is the last episode of a full series. We've got the Christmas special to come, but this is all we're going to get in terms of a series. So, although it's the penultimate, it does feel like the end of something. Absolutely. If that makes sense. And what I really liked about this was that it picked up the thread of the first ever episode, Mm. which was Alison getting pushed out of the window by Julian. And something that I hadn't thought of is that Alison didn't know because us as the audience and the ghosts know that this event took place, but Alison has no idea and I'd completely forgotten. It was quite a shock, that realisation that we'd forgotten that she didn't know. Yeah, you took it for granted. But how could she know? Mike didn't know. Well, Mike wouldn't have known, would he? (laughs) Exactly. But nobody knew. No, only the ghosts... She just thought she toppled out of the window. Yeah, and it was only the ghosts and ourselves that had access to that privileged information. Exactly. And I like the way it went full circle, and this story was really about tying up that loose end. Yeah. Which they did, I think, quite nicely. Yeah, and actually, when I was thinking back over the series, her not knowing what happened gives a different patina. Yeah. Because they're not equals. What do you mean by that? Well, by that I mean they have a piece of information that they withhold from her. Yes. So 
their friendship is not of equals, you know, and us as the audience, we forget this mm. and they forget this. They forget that this happened. Yeah. And for her, this is brand new information and really and it's horrible. It, yeah, because for her, it paints their whole relationships in a different light. Yeah. And I noticed when she was talking to Mike and she was like, we just have to go. She was much more holding her bump. She, yeah, because she was probably frightened. Yeah. Protective over the baby. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a nice bit of acting. It was, yeah. Alison now does not trust the ghosts. And she's got a baby. Mm. A baby is vulnerable. And these are people now that she has no trust in whatsoever. No. Because one of them tried to kill her. And they kept that a secret. But more than that, they were laughing about it. They were. They thought was... it was funny. It was, yeah, it was really shocking. And I love the use of the contrazume. So it gave you that sort of unsettling feel where the background's brought into quite sharp yeah. relief and it all comes forward. And it's, you know, traditionally when you are making film or TV, that's one of the techniques that you use yeah. to give it a sort of uncanny valley, I don't feel very well, something crazy's just happened or a big realisation. Yeah. And for her, they used it in that way where it was like a shocking realisation. It was like, it was a really, really interesting use, a great use of contrazine to was, enhance yeah. the scene. So I really like that. And we have also seen this decision to leave played out before. Say, for instance, this episode that we're doing currently is replacing the finale of series one, which will go out next week. Don't worry, dear listeners, it's coming. <laughs> and that storyline played with them not wanting her to leave yeah. but the difference is the relationships are so much stronger they were selfishly wanted her to stay I think at the end of series one because she enhanced their life yeah and she was a tool she was a tool to, to a great yeah. extent to them and having her there meant that they kept out any sort of developers. Mm. And it was still built around because these ghosts are essentially quite self, they're very selfish. It's all me, 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 me. Even if they weren't me, me, me when they got there, when they died, they have become like that yeah, over, over time. time. Even Pat, who appears to be, although is quite selfish, <laughs> appears to be one of the less selfish ghosts, is still really selfish. Actually, about Pat, I think Pat's probably one of the most selfish ghosts. And I'll tell you why I think that. Mm -hmm. When you look at his relationship with his wife, mm. that's a very selfish relationship on his part. Yeah. Which is what sort of drove her into the arms of Morris. Yeah. So. Well, he literally drove her. He drove her to he the bingo. Did. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he's probably the most. Although, as you say, on the surface, he doesn't appear that way. No, no. But they've all got levels of, of selfishness within their characters. And I would say, as I've said already, at the end of the series one finale, it is born out of selfishness. In this finale, it's born out of a genuine connection. Yes. And even a love, I think. Yes. Yeah. And And spoiler, since Mary has been gone, I think they've grown closer yeah exactly they've grown closer the emotional relationships have deepened and i think allison has appreciated them more 
Definitely, yeah. The alliances have become a lot closer, I'd say. Yeah, so I really, really enjoyed this and I also something I also liked was when they were in Mike and Alison's bedroom and they were talking about trying to make her stay I liked how you had the division between the heart and the brain Mm. so the heart is Kitty and Thomas and they were very much the heart of the series one where Thomas had fallen in love with her and Kitty wanted her to be her best friend and their reaction was like how can she leave me and I'm going to make sure she knows that she she loves me so much she will never go. <laughs> and on the other side, you had the brains, which were all thinking, we need Strategies. a plan. Yeah. yeah, we need a plan to make her stay. Yeah. And that echoed when they were coming up with their plan to get her to leave, yeah. which Thomas and Kitty did not interact with as no. much as the others. No. no, no, from the outset, neither of them wanted her yeah. to leave. They wanted her to stay. Yeah. And I loved how we kind of went back there with these characters. We went full circle with them. Yeah. And it was just... Quite seamless as well. The writing in this... It's just genius. ...is some of the best writing for TV that I have seen in decades. I completely agree with that. It's seamless. You know these characters inside out and they never become a... Like, they are tropes, but they don't feel tropey, if that makes sense. They feel real. And it's... Yeah. Oh, I don't want them to go. I don't. It's very sad because it's probably one of... Well, probably... It's the the programme that I will absolutely miss the most Mm. because... Between us and and us individually, we you and I don't watch a great deal of TV, do we? No, not really. And yet, this is a program uh, that we we really, really thoroughly enjoy every time we watch it. Well, it's something that we watch together. I mean, I watch a lot of different things in my home. You watch a lot of different things I in do. your home, and a lot of the things I watch, I necessarily wouldn't suggest to you because I know a lot of it you wouldn't be into and vice versa but this is one of those things like Doctor Who like Star Trek Outlander Outlander that we enjoy together we do you know absolutely love and so I'm I'm quite genuine when I say I am absolutely gonna miss it yeah oh Downton Abbey Abbey. (laughs) although to be honest when Downton Abbey was ending I was happy to see it go (laughs) its course it uh, run its course by series two if you ask me (laughs) anyway (laughs) that may or may not stay in the edit (laughs) i also i love the chaos there was a lot of chaos in this episode well when they discovered what was going to happen mm. and then the chaos around kitty and the, the sex of the baby well let's talk about kitty and the sex of the baby because that's like you say i love the chaos but i also love the fact that everybody had something to do in this episode yeah it was really full wasn't it yeah kitty's storyline revolved around her accidentally putting her head in allison's belly seeing the baby that means that the first face the baby's ever seen is kitty's yeah try and unpack that right If that baby comes back and goes, Mummy, towards Kitty. <laughs> Alison's not going to be best pleased. But I think what I really enjoyed about it was the fact that we found out lovely little details like the 
Robin and Mary thing, which Kitty was privy to because she was unconscious on the bed. That's true. Wasn't she? She She was was. asleep. Yeah. Or was she? Well, now we know she wasn't. Wasn't. (laughs) When they went in for their kissy kissy. Yeah. What were and, you going to say? Clinch! I was going to say clinch. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds like term. that sounds something like Fanny would say. Well, there you are. 170. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and I love the fact that she couldn't keep the secret. No. And they all gave her tips on how to keep secrets. And she couldn't do it. Even then. My favourite interaction was between her and Fanny. I know. And then between her and the captain, yeah. where he goes, you're an interrogator's dream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I absolutely love that. And also, okay, so we're going to have a little chat now about baby names. Because I heard Eric. Erin. Well, I heard Eric. Erin. It was Eric. Okay. <laughs> Dear listeners, please tell us, was it Eric or was it Erin? Yeah, tell us what it was. Please. Yeah. I mean, Cohort Corner are just going to go with whatever you say. Good. Because you're their favourite. <laughs> I'm not jealous. <laughs> In fact, I don't have any fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be a fan of your own child, haven't you? I don't know. I don't know, it just depends. Some people don't like their children. I no, can mention some people that don't like their if children. You're, well, don't do that because that's that. libelous. No, no. But we I haven't got a money for that sort of... It, it's not unknown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so bringing it back. And another storyline that we really enjoyed was Robin... And Pat's tussle over the newsreader, Rachel. Weather no, reader. weather weather reader. The weather reader, Rachel. McGill. Weather forecaster. She was a weather reader. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Erin and Eric. Okay. <laughs> the weather trend. The we- <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I really loved Robin's date. I know, that was absolute, I thought that was blissfully brilliant. The way he came in, yes, the carriages, and, oh God, it was just marvellous. Champagne, and I love Fanny's response, Robin wins. Yeah, that was that was perfect. It was just so and good. And he also did it before when he said to him about... Um, Pythagoras. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. said it, oh, that's right, parroting Fibonacci. <laughs> I loved his delivery of that line. I know. <laughs> And finally, it all came down to Julian. Mm. And that final speech that he gave. Oh, it made me cry. Oh, it made me cry, actually. <laughs> I felt tates emotion. I did too. But it showed how much he's grown yeah. as a character. And I think... Yeah, because he actually told the truth. Yes. Which is unheard of for him. And he was ready to take the repercussion yeah. of her not accepting that truth yeah yeah gracefully yeah and it just shows how far they've all come really and the bonds that have been strengthened between them because Alison is there and they've kind of found a new life in the afterlife yeah that's a great tagline 
There you go. <laughs> this is why you're wearing PR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love the bit with Robin and um, Pat, sorry, jumping about a bit, when uh, the argument about the weather lady, Cher. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously at the end, Fanny, Kitty and the captain were able to look at the weather guy. Mm. So there was and something for everyone. Smile. Oh, yes. And Mike on his phone. You love that, don't you? Yeah, I love the fact that Mike is so accepting, like he goes, is somebody talking? Ghost? And I'll yeah. I'll just leave you to it. I'll just leave you to it. Yeah. Mike is the most understanding husband in the world. It's wonderful. And I think they have one of the strongest relationships in sitcom, Mike and Alison. I mean, my other go-to relationship, as you know, in sitcom is obviously Chanda and Monica from yeah. Friends. Mm. And I think they're right up there with them because... They completely accept each other for what they are. It's really lovely. It's so refreshing and it's so natural. You know, it's healthy, natural relationships. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because she she has this uh, relationship with her family of ghosts, she doesn't mind at all when his friend just turns up and takes all Mike's attention, yeah. even though they've got a really difficult problem to deal with themselves. Mm she doesn't mind at all no because there's always someone interrupting their conversations so of course it's only fair that mike's friend well their friend turns up and monopolizes mike yeah i'm also gonna say this series which we've not reviewed okay because we're still on series one (laughs) i love the use of humphrey yeah much more humphrey it's really good i really like it I do too. Yeah, and I'm sad to see Mary go because there's a lot of lot of parts of different bits of the episode, especially the Panto one, where I would have absolutely loved Mary to have been in that. Mm. But just taking one character out kind of allows the other characters, like for instance, I think Fanny's growth has been incredible. Yeah, this series mm. it's been amazing. She's become she's gone from one of my least favorite characters to one of my favorite characters in the series there was a nice little bit of interaction between kitty and fanny and that was kitty said of course she she knows you love her yeah and uh fanny said what do you mean and she said but you're giving up your entire bedroom as a nursery yeah what more and it was nice yeah yeah although i did think then something they've not thought about is that she does fall out continue to fall out of that window doesn't she (laughs) yeah that's a good point overall for this penultimate episode i have no notes it was perfect i agree the only thing that wasn't perfect is that it is the penultimate episode and for that i will never forgive or forget (laughs) this show definitely had a six series in it i think so too and a six series with a baby would have just been hilarious but anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. So thank you for joining me for this unhinged reaction. I enjoyed it. Thank you. I always enjoy it. And I expect that follower will come back now. Please come back. <laughs> or don't. I was just thinking it ought to be dull and commonplace. Same sunrise over the same house in the same tiny piece of England. Every day for 200 years. But it is beautiful. I travelled miles and was unchanged when I could have been here and transported. 
no fault of the sun if the eye sees not its beauty.